previously on ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei. After many revelations about Tonin's secret to many different individuals here in the city, we spent some time just leveling up a nice chill XP gainings moment before Tonin went to speak with his patron, Ko the Face Stealer, and discovered some things about the spirit named Father Glowworm and uh, the relationship that Father Glowworm had with the previous false avatar Yoon. Basically, here's the shtick. Uh, Father Glowworm thinks that after Yoon was killed by Kiyoshi, the reincarnation thing happened, very similar to what happens with the avatar. And now he thinks that probably somewhere in Bossing Say is a person who has the spirit of Father Glowworm bound to theirs. After that, though, Wei Young and Siwei started talking about how they might get in touch with Brother Hotaru, the leader of the Lamplighters, and while they were trying to figure out how they could get in touch with the Lamplighters, got some information from Jenna that apparently the leaders of Gecko Jr.'s Very Good Smuggling Operation and the Paper Knives wanted to meet up with the Masked Spirits at a pie show shop in Little Ognikila. So they headed off to meet up, but when they got there, there was a police investigation going on, and their friend Boots, their inside man on the BSS guard force, was like, well, I'm not sure if I should be surprised or not that you guys are here. And that was where we left off. So what the heck is going on in the shop? Let's find out here in the world of Blades and the Dao Fei. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei, the Blades in the Dark actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Thomas Ryan as Hu Wei Young. <laughs> Christian Randall as Donan Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Siwei Lang. <laughs> now, we've had a few different theories as to what's going on here at the shop. Is it an insurance scam? Is it uh, you guys being set up to take the fall for something? Who knows? Do we already know who the leader of the Paper Knives is? Yes, uh, Gami the Kite. Okay, so it's not Jenna's alter ego. <laughs> Are we getting set up for a job her game ran? I suppose it's always possible that Gummy the Kite and Jenna are alter egos of each other. Just wanted to check. Jenna wouldn't do that to me. I'd give her a lot of money. I hope she wouldn't do it to me. Well, one of the themes of the Kyoshi era, as given to us in the Avatar Legends core rulebook, is betrayal and loyalty. That's something they encourage you to play around with. But one of the other things they encourage you to play around with is justice and revenge, which is the theme that we're going to be exploring now with this here weird situation. So Boots comes walking over to you guys and says, let's get out of the spotlight so I can tell you a little bit about what's going on here. And pulls you off to a side alleyway and says, now I haven't been here for too long, but here's what we picked up so far based on the evidence we've been able to discover. Some of our informants told us that the leaders of two of the Dao Fei gangs were going to be meeting up here in this tea shop, presumably to meet up with the leaders of another Dao Fei gang. Wonder who that could be. <laughs> and as they were waiting for those other people to show up, a couple of sheer shoes busted in through the front, paralyzed those two, and ran off with them. Like, for example, sheer shoes from the Sheer Shoe Fanciers Association? It's a possibility. It's definitely a logical leap to make. 
for our listeners, just to make sure we're all on the same page, the Sheer Shoes are those big, nasty critters, the one that uh, June, the bounty hunter, rides in the original series. And when they lick you with their big, long tongue, you go unconscious. <laughs> and, well, you know, you don't go unconscious, but you get paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And they can also smell pretty much anything very, very well. That's a good save. I almost um actually do. I'm <laughs> actually. <laughs> and two of those things showed up and ran away with Gecko Jr. and Gami the Kite, the leaders of these two gangs that you were uh, trying to meet up with. Are they the ones? Okay. The Bossing say Kennel Club. They sell animals more like what Seaway has, right? So the Bossing say Kennel Club, their name, it's not all just about animals with them. Uh, they are a hawker organization that deals in some animals. They do like underground dog fight kind of stuff with some of their animals, but they also deal in illicit wares, illegal substances, that kind of stuff. Okay. But the Sheer Shoe Fanciers Association, these guys are very much about like, hey, we've got Sheer Shoes. If you want somebody taken out, we can help you out with that. (laughs) Guys, here's the thing. They are our friends, so we could help find them. But they're also two other gangs that just lost their leaders. They were never our friends. We had friendly relationships with them. My point is, it's good to have allies, but also it's good when other gangs lose their leaders? Well, from where I stand, if I were you guys, I'd be a little bit worried because whoever is out there calling Shirshu attacks on your allies might be coming after you guys next. We were supposed to be at this meeting, and we were late, so... never late. I arrive precisely when I mean to. <laughs> okay, Mr. Wizard. Well, if you guys are done with me, I need to go and actually take care of some of the red tape here because uh, pretty soon, Yang is going to be showing up from the Anti-Corruption Task Force and, oh boy, that's going to be a delight for me. We should leave. Perhaps we should boogie then. Hate that guy. <laughs> oh, we all hate that guy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give him not a coin, but some coin, you know. Here's a crisp $5 bill, young man. Thank you for your help. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, go get yourself some gyoza. Um, are there footprints in the street? Oh. Like shoe footprints. Uh, go ahead and make a roll for that. I think study seems appropriate. Uh, we could also potentially do hunt if you're trying to stalk these people. I'd argue survey. I'm trying to just read the area. Yeah. General kind of perception. A five and a six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, you're looking for, like, evidence of what's going on here. You see uh, some fur that's been kind of trapped between some of the cracks in the masonry that was busted through. And you do see lots of footprints, like tons and tons of footprints moving in and out of here as, like, the police are coming in and also as citizens are fleeing from the scene. But with that roll, you are able to see some of the sheer shoe footprints. You're able to make them out through all of the regular human footprints. And note that they seem to be going back in the direction of the middle ring, it seems. Oh, no. That's where They're going back to the middle we ring. We are. Yeah. Our base of operations is the middle ring. Yeah. The footprints, as you follow them for a bit, seem to be going up to the noble district. Papa. <laughs> my papa. I mean, papa. My papa. I will also say the Sheer Shoe Fanciers Association are also bravos. So to blast a hole in a pie show shop's wall is within their, uh, in their MO. Now, with the fact that you got a great effect on that gather information role, you get exceptional details, complete information, and follow-ups reveal related information or more than expected. Oh, so I can ask more questions about the footprints? You can. Okay. And just about the general scene. So, based on the footprints, they're heading towards the Noble District in the middle ring. Um, 
Do I have to use the questions on the list or can I just ask what I want to ask? Uh, you can ask any question. Those are examples of things that might be helpful, but they're not a prescriptive list. Okay. Do they take anything else besides the people? Yeah, that's a good question. I want to go with that one. Yeah. So as you're kind of like hanging off to the side, watching as things are going on, eventually Yong does show up. And you are out of the way enough that you don't have to worry about him, but you see him show up. He's got his absolutely gleaming armor that he's wearing, his very tightly coiffed hair. You know, he's got some kind of oil or wax in there. It's very shiny. And even though it's a little bit windy, it's absolutely unmoving on top of his head. Just this absolute <laughs> helmet of hair. And he gets there and he's like, all right, show me what's going on there, Boots. And as you're kind of watching the scene, you see that while the Sheer Shoes did take the leaders and bring them back to wherever they ended up going, they also paralyzed a few of the other members of the gangs and left them just completely sitting ducks for the anti-corruption task force to show up and take them off to jail. Interesting. Okay. Um, let me think. You said there, there's like a hole blasted in the wall of this building? Yeah. There were already like some windows there and the sheer shoes used those as their entrance and just kind of made the windows a little bit bigger than they were before. You know, <laughs> that's all they did. Or did they leave a calling card so we know it's them or if we know it's someone else? Oh, someone trying to frame them maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this isn't necessarily something that you see, but just intuiting things, thinking back, making connections. You remember Gecko Sr. was very unhappy with Gecko Jr. because assumed that Gecko Jr. hired Bravos to take over his bathhouse. The weasel. And so you start connecting the pieces and it's like, ooh, it could be possible that Gecko Sr. hired the Shirshu Fanciers Association to you know, pay a little visit to this meeting that was going to be going on. I hate that guy. Geckos is a rep above the Sheer Shoes, so they could hire a lower faction to do some dirty work for them as, as Bravos. Yeah. Actually, speaking of tier, that's a good thing to note. The Paper Knives just decreased in tier, as did Gecko Jr.'s even better smuggling operation. Oh, so we're on the same level as uh, Gecko Jr.'s then. Yeah. I, look, I know you like the idea of, of thinning out the competition, but... I think an ally is more valuable than the lack of an enemy. I want to strike back. I am afraid, my friends, that they are going after my father. Somehow they've caught wind of all this. Things we've been doing. Because the Middle Ring Noble District, there's only one guy there whose son does this kind of stuff. Gecko Jr.'s daughter? Gecko doesn't live in the Middle Ring. Doesn't Gecko live in the Middle Ring? No, he's he's a trash boy. He doesn't live in the Middle Ring. <laughs> <laughs> you think we'd let him in there? Gosh, I hate you. Gecko's filled. He has no noble blood. Wow. Well, at least he's not a goblin. Anywho, I'm afraid they may be going after my father. Can we swing by my place real quick? We'll make sure your dad's okay. But um, after that, I want to do a job where we go break in and let all the sheer shoes out and let them run free. Just loosen the city. That's a very unstable move, but we'll talk about it. <laughs> Way to play to your traumas. <laughs> yeah. So I guess speaking to uh, where we might be able to move from here, this is the fourth quest hook that I am presenting to you. The Shearshoe Fanciers Association is a very present threat towards you guys at the moment. Uh, you can pursue that if you wish. You can also pursue other jobs as you see fit. And we are technically still in free time, so you can pursue any other personal goals you have before getting into like an engagement role. Let's go check in on your father. Bill, perhaps I'm being a little too paranoid at the moment. Um, <laughs> let's follow the footsteps, see where they lead us. I think that's the smartest move. I think we should track and hang back. Um, 
would you all mind if I took a moment to uh, powder my nose? I'm gonna go to the restroom really quick. I'll be right back. You don't have a nose. <laughs> what are What are you powdering? Don't say that in public. <laughs> all, all right. I'll, I'll like. I'll look at him. I'll point at him. Then I'll point at me, and I'll cover my nose and be like, <laughs> I will roll my eyes, and I will go into the bathroom, and I will change into. Um, we will remember there was a rather well-off Fire Nation man that I drew a picture of early on, so I will disguise myself as him, and I will come back out. Yeah, when you were gathering information about the bathhouse during that mm-hmm. very first score. Yeah, it's been a minute. He never forgets a face. So I will come out, and I will touch the side of my new nose and point at Wei Young. <laughs> All right. So to kind of round out this gather information role that you just did, you follow these tracks, and eventually... They reach the wall separating the lower ring from the middle ring, and you see the footprints lead to the wall and disappear. You see some scratches and scrapes going up the wall, but that is where the trail ends. But you think about like, okay, kind of triangulating, where are we in relation to what's going on in the middle ring? You're not too far from Bossing Say University at the moment. Interesting. So we see scratch marks on the wall, but we don't see evidence that they climbed the wall. You can possibly intuit that they did climb the wall straight up into the middle ring there. From where you are in the lower ring, on the other side of the wall leading into the middle ring, you're roughly in kind of the area of BSSU. Go Bears. Go Bears. Um, (laughs) Do we have any connections with the university? Let me see here. Ned, what do I have to roll for Jen to be a teacher of calligraphy at the university? Uh, Let's just make a fortune roll with flashback. I do a flashback. Oh, okay. Congratulations, Jen. You just got hired. Instructor at Boston State University. How incredible. You could just say in a flashback that you like did some scheming to get him the job. Ooh. Could I do that? Yeah. Yeah. I would like to say that once we found this out, I went to Jen with his help as a master calligrapher. We forged some documentation. I got him a job, references and all that jazz. Um, I disguised myself as someone important and made sure he was in there so we had a connection on the inside. Yeah. That is my first pre-heist flashback. Okay, I think we're probably going to give you two stress for that because that is pretty involved. Mm -hmm. And we'll also have you make a roll of some sort, not necessarily to determine whether it worked because it did work. This is mostly just going to determine how well you did and how he feels about your involvement based on how well you did. All right, I would like to roll consort or sway. I would probably, I think sway would be the better option to do. Because mm-hmm, you're being very deceitful about it. Yeah. Crush yourself. No, Tom. <laughs> get the trauma. But you want to get trauma, right? <laughs> Traumatize yourself. Look, with the way jobs have been going in the past, I'm going to have the opportunity, I am sure. <laughs> Let's roll these. Oh, a six and a one. The duality. (laughs) All right. So yeah, you did a really good job. You even have like, assuming that you are wearing the right sort of face, you can get into BSSU pretty much whenever you want to. Yeah, I will say as part of my gather information part as well, I will have spent some time... I'll, I'll do my traditional thing. Go to the lower ring, get the face of one of the cleaners or something who work in the university, go in as them, get the faces of the important people, 
and then come back as one of the important people. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like, you know, the head of anything, but like just a dean of one of the colleges, not like, you know, the president or anything like that, but just one of the higher ups. Be a vice dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. pretty. That, that, that's where I want to be, right? Sort of in the middle. Be the dean <laughs> of vices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which department do you want to be the vice dean of? Uh, vice dean of invertebrates. Okay, so you're in the zoology department. Yes. Yeah, the College of Life Sciences, the vice yeah. dean of invertebrates. Yeah, so that's kind of fun because when you arrive, you show up and the security is like, oh, uh, everybody in the zoology department is having an emergency meeting at the moment. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I listened to his voice as well. Of course. Uh, I, will, I will make haste right that way. The invertebrates are they're very interesting to me. You sound like if you smushed Pooh and Piglet's voices together. <laughs> Did you bring your friends along with you? Um, these are my assistants. I mean, I went to BSSU. Yes, this is uh, alumni. And this is, uh, he, I've been, uh, he owns a pet shop, and I've been uh, looking at his collection of animals uh yes uh, yeah just head on right on in that seemed that all makes sense to me <laughs> everything about that was reasonable yeah <laughs> i just realized that's a very solid connection i have there <laughs> exactly so you head over to the zoology wing and there's a big old zoo you've got all kinds of kennels and places for all sorts of different animals that you're studying and whatnot and you get to the staff room and Boots is there. <laughs> Wait, are we going to the meeting? Isn't the actual vice dean of invertebrates going to be there? Um, <laughs> did you shove him in a closet? Flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback, you like put some laxatives in his tea that morning or something. I Again, Jen is my best bud. He and I are tight. This vice dean just won in the mail a prize for all expense paid vacation. <laughs> Out at Lake Laogai? Out at Lake Laogai. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. So yeah, we'll give you one stress for that. And yeah, you get to the meeting and Boots looks and sees you guys. And you know, he's good at his job. He keeps his face very well, straight. Hold up. He doesn't know about Tonin's face changing stuff, right? He does not. So he just sees me and Seaway hanging out with the Vice D. Yeah. (laughs) And he, you know, he's a good ally. He doesn't like make a big commotion or anything. And he goes, ah, yeah, it's good that you made it here. So uh, we're currently running an investigation. Uh, Professor Shaw, the head of zoology, is currently being interviewed by Yang Mm. of the Anti-Corruption Task Force. Mm. Because, you know, where are you going to find sheer shoes in Bossing Say, except in the zoology department of Bossing Say University, right? And this is actually a connection to the Kyoshi novels. Janju hired Professor Shaw to get him some sheer shoes oh. to go and try and find Kyoshi. I made this on accident. <laughs> you did, and it works just so perfectly. So, yeah, after a while, a portly older gentleman comes out of one of the side rooms, and you recognize this as Professor Shaw, the head of zoology. Uh, he's leading Yang behind him and says, Ah, yes, I suppose if you wish, you can come and examine the sheer shoe pens. Just do be very careful. They can be very temperamental. I want to go see the sheer shoe pens. Yeah, can we follow them? Uh, yeah, you start following and Yang turns and says, Ah, Professor Shaw, should these individuals be coming along with us? So, yeah, you guys can go ahead and make a roll to try and follow along if you would like. Oh, no. What do we roll? Uh... What do you want to roll? (laughs) Professor Shaw, do you not remember me? Oh, this must be... Oh, how strange. I was one of your students back in the day. I I didn't take many classes with the zoology department, unfortunately, but I definitely remember our 
vertebrate classes. They were great. All right, what would you like to roll for that? That's a sway. I'm lying. I never took a vertebrate <laughs> class. All right, go for it. Can I devil's bargain? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's see. The devil's bargain we're going to get here is... Oh, can I suggest one? Yes. Um, he's going to act like he remembers you, but he's also recently taken up the position of alumni funds gatherer, whatever the term would be. Oh. So he's going to tr- he's going to try and get a bunch of money from you and your family. He's going to hit me up for cash. Yep. He's the head <laughs> of the former students association. That might be the one devil's bargain I don't take. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get on their mailing list. I don't want to be on a mailing list. <laughs> Truly the worst punishment we've doled out this campaign. Ned, is that being on your former university's mailing list? Ned, is that? Uh... Is that the devil's bargain? Is that actually it? I mean, I like it. Uh, I've only got one in sway. I've got two. Why didn't you let me do it? I was just talking. I panicked. Um, uh, you can always assist with the roll. Um, do I take two stress to do that? You take one stress to give another player one die. Okay, I will I will do that. I will take the stress and I will say... Yes. <coughs> yes. pat him on the back. I give him a couple furries. I'm gonna slap the sound at him. I'm gonna take the devil's bargain too. You're gonna Ooh. get three dice? Yeah, I want three dice. Alright. Oh boy. I've rolled triple ones before, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Two threes and a four. Okay, oh. partial success. Well, that devil's bargain's gonna hit you right in the tuchus. That it is. Right in the wallet. Now, I would say we could probably make that risky standard. That's just our baseline. Um, could I make it desperate great? No. <laughs> Why would you do desperate great? Yeah, so if you go for desperate, then you suffer severe harm, a serious complication occurs, or you have reduced effect. Please don't do that. I'm good. Never mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm set. I'm set as things are. Yeah, I think I will allow you guys to do like devil's bargains and pushing yourself after the roll. But if you want to trade position for effect, we'll have you do that before the roll. Reasonable. That yeah. sounds like a very good call. So you suffer regular harm. A normal complication occurs. You have reduced effect or you end up in a desperate position. Do you want to end up in a desperate position and re-roll that? Well, it was a partial success. I got a four. Yeah, it was a partial success, but that's one of the options. You could roll again at desperate to try and get a full success. Ooh. Will I still have three dice for it? Uh, I think so. I'm a gambling man. Let's do it. Oh, please, <laughs> no. please don't do this. <laughs> I don't want to fight professors. I'd feel bad about it. Two threes and a five. All right, partial success. So you do get to mark XP and resolve. You've ruined us. I'm very slowly becoming a better liar. (laughs) A serious complication occurs. What happens is Professor Shaw looks around at the three of you and his face visibly brightens and he says, yes, yes, of course, come along with us. You realize you just put yourself on the university mailing list and caused us a serious complication. <laughs> I'm going to have to move. It's my only option now. You didn't even get anything for that. Um, I'm going to shuffle along following him. I, I recognize as a professional liar that that lie didn't land very well, but that's okay. I'll just keep going. And as you're walking along with Professor Shaw and Yang next to you, Professor Shaw kind of sidles up next to Wei Young and says, Yes, it's been some time since we had that class together. What have you been up to these days? Oh, you know, I've just been trying to help those in need. Um, I don't know if you've heard, I'm trying to build a soup kitchen down in the lower ring to replace Melio's disaster. Ah, yes, the same soup kitchen. It's very interesting that you took over that soup kitchen right after the masked spirits showed up, isn't it? And he looks over at Yang and raises his eyebrows. (gasps) 
I mean, I saw a need. Is that not what we should do as former alumni of BSSU, trying to help those oh, in no, need? Oh, no, you are a current alumnus of BSSU. Oh, yeah, current alumnus, former students. Yes, which is exactly That's why correct. you are going on the mailing list, and we're going to be contacting you frequently. But can I write down the wrong address on the mailing list? You can, yeah, you can write if down. He, if he tries, I'm going to, I'm going to say, it, uh, that may look like a four, but it's it's a one. You may have miswrote that. So I'm going to fix it. <laughs> We're making you keep that devil's bargain. The rest of this campaign is just me trying to weasel out of being on the mailing list. <laughs> but yes, I can't help wondering to myself, what, what, how did you show up so soon after the masked spirits made their incursion? And once again, he looks over at Yong and raises his eyebrows. Can I get a read on if Yong is like completely oblivious or if he's like no I get it. No, Yang is starting to pick up. There's a serious complication occurring right now. Mm. I'm certain. I don't know what you're insinuating. I know Neliao had obviously been terrible and so I wanted to help the people in need. I, I can help clear this up. The, the, the misunderstanding you see. I will happen to be in the lower ring researching uh, bumble slugs uh, <clears throat> They were wreaking havoc on the uh, cabbage crops down there, and, you know, very interesting creatures. Bumble slugs, the stinger, is quite the venomous, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, yes, uh, I was down there, and I saw uh, our good friend, Mr. Who, uh, in the area. The uh, kerfluffle that had occurred attracted quite a crowd, and uh, I, I mentioned to him, oh, this is a shame. This is a real shame. A lot of these kids don't have a lot of food. And, uh, th 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 he, and he turned to me and he said, I I want kids to have food. <laughs> and uh, th that was, I don't want to say the genesis of the idea, but... A real controversial opinion. <laughs> I don't know why this is killing me so much. <laughs> you know, food. <laughs> Is that a sway? <laughs> yeah, I think that makes sense. So essentially, here's here's the place where we are at the moment. Professor Shaw knows that he is under fire. Like, you look at Professor Shaw and you're like, this guy is obviously nervous about Yang's involvement. And Professor Shaw, you figure he's clocked you guys. He knows what's going on here. He has made a connection. So at this point, it's just a matter of, can you guys convince Yong that Professor Shaw should be the one he focuses on? Or can Professor Shaw convince Yong that you're the ones he should be focusing on? Gotcha. With that, I will also add, it seems like uh, perhaps maybe some of the sheer shoe are getting us in trouble again, just like earlier. Sorry, I misspoke. Just like earlier? What do you mean, just like earlier? Oh, I misspoke. I must, I must, uh... Justice demands that you continue to speak in a similar manner that you have been speaking. <laughs> hey, is it just the five of us in this room? Uh, correct, yeah. I'm gonna make a face at Seaway. Um, flashback. Flashback. Ooh. Ooh. Seaway and I have a... F Are we in the heist? <laughs> we might be in the heist at the moment. I have a, I have a face I make whenever I, I need someone taken care of, right? I raise my eyebrows real big and I'm, I like pull my glasses down and look at, back over at Seaway and he goes, oh yeah, I need to kill somebody. It's kind of <laughs> like a, a sleeper agent activation code and he's going <laughs> to take his club out and just murder Yong right now. <laughs> what? I'm not a sleeper agent, but I get the message you're trying to send. Is that not a good flashback? <laughs> Establish Establishing a code is a good flashback, but you didn't brainwash me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the winter soldier. <laughs> 
Um, I had had a thought earlier. Well, wait, so how effective is Christian's plan being? Because I was kind of waiting him out. Yeah, did I... Is it working? Well, we need to have you roll to see how well it's working. Okay, I will roll now, and it it feels like we're in the heist, or at least a heist. Yeah, we have stumbled our way past an engagement roll into the current situation that we have reached. The pre-heist heist. Yeah, I'll say at this point, since we've just kind of stumbled our way into a job, <laughs> if we manage to somehow like turn this into a successful job, we could potentially turn this into a claim. We can figure out which one would be most appropriate for it. Okay. And then um, immediately do a second heist to find the missing people. <laughs> or to free the shoe shoes. <laughs> I am just going to I'm gonna okay the the way we're ruling it right now if I want to I can roll and then push myself or take a devil's bargain if I want to mm -hmm. okay I'm gonna just roll my two dice first you could always just take the devil's bargain oh a five and a four partial success it is a partial success was that desperate yeah what, what, what do I'm sorry what am I rolling at I think we're at risky standard at this point I will I'll just take the five okay we're going to set up two racing clocks, essentially. Oh, my. Uh, going to make us a pair of six clocks. You're trying to fill up the six clock that makes Yang focus on Professor Shaw. Professor Shaw is trying to fill up the six clock that makes him focus on you. So I'll call one Shaw busted, and I'll call one Spirits busted. And on that partial success, we're going to mark one tick in each. Oh. How, how is Yong's demeanor right now? Is he locked in? Is he examining the room? Is he... Because we were walking and talking, right? Yes. You have not yet reached the sheer shoe pens. He is just at this point kind of like on edge, looking at both sides, trying to figure out where he should be focusing his attention. Okay. Well, he demanded that I continue speaking in such a manner. No, justice demanded it. Oh, justice demanded it. It wasn't him. What is justice his... demanded it. What is his name? Yong. Justice Yong? Uh, just Yong. Oh, just Yong. Just Yong? <laughs> Would you impede the forwarding of justice? Do continue. Loosen your tongue, sir. Well, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, of course. As Somebody you know. is going to be in trouble. I'm just trying to figure out who. Well, is he lying? <laughs> no, no, somebody's definitely in trouble. Okay. Well, Shaw did, uh, you know, I'm I'm a fan of invertebrates, but Shirsh, but Shirshu have, uh, I didn't know if you were aware, Shirshu have vertebrae. And, uh, <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> Professor Shaw, he's more over the vertebrae and uh, he, he... That's true, he taught my vertebrae class back in the day. It, it's true, and, and he talked about how there were some people approaching him for perhaps utilizing the sheer shoe venom or just the sheer shoe themselves. Uh, of course, I I became disinterested after that because I was uh, quite interested in the bumble slugs. If I told you what the bumble slugs, <laughs> uh, we're gonna need another roll from you. Uh, just see, wait, get ready. I'm I'm about to make the face. <laughs> okay, strategically speaking, Ned, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm gonna push myself. All right. You're really gunning for that trauma, aren't you? <laughs> well, here's the thing. This feels like the job. It like the job. If we screw this up, we're in jail. So I'm taking the third die. And Wei Young, you were kind of helping with your argument. You could potentially mark one stress to give him another die. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, I'll take that fourth die. There it is. There's the six. There we go. Yong looks over at Professor Shaw and says, Dealing underneath the table in zoological trafficking, something or other? I don't know much about animals, but I know that that sounds pretty bad for you. 
And we're going to mark two ticks on Shaw busted. He's currently at three out of six. Uh, Seaway's getting frustrated that Shaw is really gunning for us. I'm trying to hold in my unstableness, but oh, no. maybe my sort of deep-seated, slight earth mending that I don't really know about yet comes through when I'm frustrated. And as we're walking and talking, a bit of earth just sort of pops up and trips Professor Shaw so that he just kind of goes face first into the dirt. (laughs) While he's trying to explain himself, it sort of makes him appear a little more flustered. Okay, yeah. What would you like to roll for that? As much as I want to roll skirmish for everything, I I don't really... I don't know, I guess. It's kind of finesse, kind of skirmish. I think finesse makes the most sense to me. I, I was thinking finesse. So I only have one die in that. You don't want to push yourself or anything? Well, I had sort of said earlier that my special ability, pushing yourself to do a feat of physical force that verges on superhuman, was kind of my bending. So if I use that, I can push myself, take two stress, and get a second die. So I will do that. It's a six and a five. Oh, yeah, it is. All right, yeah. You, just as Professor Shaw is kind of like, oh, goodness, no, I would I would never do such a thing. That would be against all of the, the promise, the contracts that I signed as a stack faculty member here at Boston Say University. That would go against all of my internal moral compasses and whatnot. And he stumbles and kind of falls down, uh, picks himself back up, looking like a complete buffoon. We're going to mark two more ticks on Shaw Busted. He's currently at five out of six. And he's looking kind of desperate and goes, Oh, we've reached the sheer shoe pens. Yes, uh, you, you, you own a pet shop. Would you like to interact with one of the sheer shoes? Oh, oh, I think he's trying to get me paralyzed, but also I really want to interact with the sheer shoes. <laughs> the only thing more powerful than Seaway's unstableness is his love of animals. <laughs> and Yang is like, Aren't these incredibly dangerous creatures? Should you be letting random citizens touch them? And Professor Shaw says, Ah, well, this man is well-trained in versed in admirals. I think we'll be just fine. We'll be perfectly okay. I would love the opportunity to interact with a creature as beautiful as the Shishu. Very good. And he goes over and uh, unlocks one of the cage doors. <laughs> what? And you see the Shishu is at the back and is kind of like manacled to the ground. And he unlocks the door and kind of slides it open and says, You may go in as you please. Seaway's over. Seaway loves animals, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll head into the cage. As that happens, I kind of elbow way young, and I'm like, do something. Um, I do, actually. It's a reach, but I've got an idea to finish off the shaw clock. Go for it. It requires a flashback. Yeah, it does. So, I'm paranoid. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> In my time at BSSU, I, you know, I did study up on all the instructors and wanted to learn what they were all about, right? And uh, I may have slipped into certain people's offices, Shaw's office, and found some correspondence between him and uh, Janjou. I can't remember how to say it. Janju. Janju, excuse me. Regarding a certain loan of certain sheer shoes. I took a copy of that documentation <laughs> and I brought it here with me today because I knew there's a pretty good chance we would meet Professor Shaw since our esteemed friend Tonin is playing his vice dean. So what a flashback when Seaway and uh, Shaw go in there. I'm going to pull Yang aside and say, you know, as someone who is as dedicated to justice, well, perhaps not quite as dedicated. It's hard to match your zeal as you. 
I feel you should know that he was working with Janju years ago. The disgraced the, Earth Sage! The disgraced Earth Sage himself. And then I'll produce the documentation, because I can have documents as part of my load. You can. <laughs> I think this flashback, one that took place probably over a decade ago at this point. It had to have taken place 15 years ago at least. Yeah. <laughs> I think that sounds like either a three or four stress flashback to me. I'll take four. Okay, four stress. <laughs> He's been very good at managing it so far. He's been just saving it up. Uh, now we're going to need a roll from you. What would you like to roll? I mean, I've just given him actual proof that he was a bad dude, so probably consort. All right, go for it. I'm not lying. He did the things I said he did. Does it um, almost seem more suspicious that you came with paperwork prepared? <laughs> that depends on how well you roll. That's a good point. Why do you just keep this on you, you weirdo? No, I brought it with me because I knew we were seeing Professor Shaw. I was hoping maybe I could, you know. Maybe blackmail him, if nothing else. Give it to the police. Uh, anywho. What what kind of bargain would I need to make here? Uh, if you ask for a devil's bargain, I mean, Yang is going to be suspicious about the fact that you have these documents. Yeah. What if I also give him a fine bottle of whiskey? The anti-corruption guy? <laughs> I just found this. If you try to bribe Yang of the anti-corruption task force, try it. Try it and see what happens. <laughs> do not do that. This dude is like, he's like a military painting. This dude is paladin to the extreme. He is a anti-corruption propaganda poster that got brought to life. <laughs> but isn't the anti-corruption task force corrupt in and of itself? They answer to the Earth King. They are mindlessly loyal to the Earth King. And he is terrible. Um, I'm, I can take a devil's bargain or push myself after the fact, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm just rolling two and praying to the spirits this works out. Five and a four. Okay, partial success. That, that closes it. Yeah, that la closes last it. time the partial success got one on each, so mm -hmm. we'll see what it does this time. So we do close that final tick on Shaw Busted, and we are going to add to this a minor complication. And so we're going to start a four clock that we're going to add to our growing list of ongoing progress clocks. You can probably <laughs> get rid of the investigate Yoru clan one at this point. Okay. Since you just did it for me. <laughs> yeah. And we're we're going to call this four clock Young's Suspicion. Oh no. That's such a small clock. Oh, each wow. time we interact with him, like this will probably tick off one and then each time we have a bad interaction we'll get another and then we'll be on his radar. Yeah, I mean, Wei Young's not the only paranoid person in Bossing Say. <laughs> Do we know a cold killer out of curiosity? Oh my gosh, we are not getting them involved. How much does an assassin go for these days? Like 10 bucks? So, since we got that partial success, we do fill up Shaw Busted, but we do add one tick to Young's Suspicion. And this is a clock that I can tick off as a complication for whatever is most thematically appropriate. Oh man. And uh, yeah. I'm in a cage with a sheer shoe. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to make a prowess resistance roll real quick. Well, luckily for me, I now get four dice. That's bananas. Yeah, four dice, plus one for forged and fire. Oh, plus one? Oh my god. So five dice in total. I don't even have, I don't usually put a fifth dice on the table. Okay, one <laughs> I mean, five dice. Odds are one of them's got to be a six. Uh, no joke, guys. That is a two and four sixes. <gasps> wow. Whoa. The rare quadruple success. I feel like something cool has to happen. <laughs> That's a double crit. Did I just tame the sheer shoe and make it my pet? Like, what the heck? <laughs> I was thinking like Animorph style became the sheer shoe. Animorph. Oh my gosh. So you go up to the sheer shoe and you're just like kind of, okay, okay, little guy. How's it going? And the sheer shoe is like detecting the nervous energies of the people around it. 
uh, just like smelling the adrenaline coming off you and notices how much more stressed out Shaw is at this point and reaches out and lashes at Professor Shaw, whips him across the face with his tongue and Shaw drops like a sack of potatoes. And at that moment, Yang comes in and says, ha, justice will have itself taken care of, won't it? But that doesn't mean I have to stop doing my job. Pulls out a pair of manacles, locks up Shaw and says, we're going to bring this man in for even more questioning to the precinct. Um, I just got a promotion. Ned, it is not mentioned on my load. It is not on this sheet. But can I invent a new load option for a piece of fruit? And I can pull it out and give it to the sheer shoe as a treat for doing such a good job. <laughs> if you had originally intended to throw at somebody, it could be a, a weapon. Improvised weapon. Uh, you could call it subterfuge supplies, I suppose. <laughs> I'm, calling it sub I'm calling it subterfuge supplies. I'm going to pull out an apple and give it to the sheer shoe. All right. Such a good boy. Yeah, Yong starts carting off Professor Shaw and says, we're going to continue to investigate the offices of Professor Shaw. If this kind of correspondence is in there, who knows what else could be in there? Oh, boy. Which is a good point. We should go investigate his offices while Yong is tied exactly up. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, we have to... Oh, I, you I guys are sketchy as all get out. We're going to investigate those offices ourselves. And uh, don't worry, I'm sure you'll hear about it in the newspaper tomorrow. Yeah, we should. Uh, but I mean, our, he can't we, stop us. Let's we should. Real. We should cut our losses. Oh, you know what? On our way out. So where he, does Jenna work? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> next time we see Boots, just tell Boots to tell Jenna, and Jenna will tell us. That's that's what I want to do. I don't want to get involved because yeah, I don't want to push anymore. We've. I'm stressed. I'm one, two, three, four, five. I'm six stressed. I'm five stressed. We made our network. Now let it do its job. Yeah. Boots can tell Jenna. Jenna can tell us. We don't have to be there. All right. So you guys leave this meeting. Uh, it seems that you've maybe figured out where the sheer shoes came from in the first place. We'll figure out all of like the fallout from this, figure out exactly which claim this ended up being, surprisingly enough, <laughs> and deal with all of that, though, uh, next time. Secret bonus claim. <laughs> yeah, secret bonus claim. We're going to figure out next time what happens with all of that. Wow. I can't believe we just straight stumbled into a, a plan. <laughs> and it went so much better than some of our other ones. We tripped into that one. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, we, we didn't even get in touch with Brother Hotaru or anything. Thing, which was what prompted all of this, but here we are. Things are complicated. Before we can talk to Brother Hotaru, we gotta talk to those guys. Before we talk to those guys, we gotta find those guys. Before we find those guys, we gotta find who took them. If you ever needed proof that we make up almost everything on the spot. <laughs> yep. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to ImpTab Avatar, and we'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of Blades in the Dao Fei. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as the leader of the Anti-Corruption Task Force who has uh, some interesting new information to bring back to the Earth King if you'd go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So if you'd like to connect with us, you know, maybe you want to talk with Thomas about uh, all of his stuff that he learned at Bossing Say University back in the day as an alumnus <laughs> and, you know, how he's going to try and avoid being continually part of their mailing list. Don't be afraid to reach out to us. Now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons. Ooh. First person we're shouting out is Sarah Martin. Ooh, we know her. Yeah, now that Professor Shaw is getting carted off to the slammer, Sarah is the one who now gets to uh, handle the sheer shoes. Oh, nice. It's a <laughs> difficult job, but with your calm demeanor, I'm sure that the sheer shoes are going to love you. Mm -hmm. Sheer shoes, sheer shoe, Sarah. She shall sheer shoes. Sheer shoe, Sarah. Shoe, <laughs> 
<laughs> Next person we're shouting out is Mason Badman. <laughs> Mason is another member of the Anti-Corruption Task Force who is going to be the one who's personally in charge of punishments for Professor Shaw. You know, there's there's corruption that you found, and you're given pretty much free reign to do whatever you want. So have fun with that, as you will. <laughs> For a split second, I was going to be like, Ned, don't make us hate our own patrons. Come on, don't make him part of the anti-corruption task force. But that's, that's a good job. Turns out Mason is not such a bad man. There you go. And then the last person we're shouting out is Tim Rust. Woo! Tim was so obsessed with the hamster pandas that he actually went and stole them from Tyson Lanzen's house <laughs> after Tyson bought them. What have I unleashed upon bossing, say? Yeah, now there's an underground hamster panda smuggling ring going on that's completely separate from what you guys are doing, it turns out. <laughs> Gecko Jr. Jr.'s very good hamster panda smuggling operation. <laughs> Junior Jr. We'll have more Sticker Club patrons to shout out next week, and if you want to join their ranks, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash improvtabletop, where you can also get bonus episodes, Discord access, biannual sticker packs, and more. Now let's do a round of plugs. Thomas, would you like to take that this week? Yeah, I'd love to. Actually, you know what? I would not love to. Uh, Hu Wei Young would love to, however. Mm. <laughs> well, on the docket, it seems we have multiple fate campaigns our listeners could listen to if they so listen to us. Um, each one is more rambunctious and crazy than the last and that's barely an exaggeration. <laughs> I've heard tale of a story, a vision of the future, about 10,000 things that could potentially go wrong in the lead up to a genocide. Another <laughs> avatar campaign, perhaps, one could listen to. Now, if only one could fix that by casting fireball at it. <laughs> wow. I cast fireball, no. The, the people over at the podcast I cast fireballed. <laughs> I don't know if I keep doing this. <laughs> uh, don't pull something with how much you're stretching. <laughs> the people at I cast fireball are doing a Dungeons and Dragons actual play with our very own Ned Wilcock performing as a kobold druid, I believe. Correct. I know that. I knew that. Yes. Uh, and if you wish to support the mass spirits financially, perhaps you would go to fanrolldice.com, a subsidiary of Bossing Say University's alumnus program, wherein you can get fancy pants dice and a small portion of the proceeds go to support the mass spirits. Yes. And as much as you wish, the coupon code is not Huwei Young is awesome. The coupon code is Vroom Vroom Fifi. What a bummer. That should be changed post-haste. <laughs> post-haste. That was so hard to do. <laughs> well, Wei Young, it's been nice having you here. I just lied. I, I'm sorry. No, I just lied. No, I knew. <laughs> is he telling the truth? <laughs> Wei Young, have fun. Uh, we'll talk to you next time, I'm sure. But the rest of you, thanks for joining us here in the world of Imptab Avatar Blades and the Dao Fei. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... I don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> uh, Ryan Wei Young as Who Thomas. Christian Randall as Tonin Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Siwei Lang. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. Guys, I'm sorry. I forget everything from our own podcast. Ned, you can cut this out in editing if you want. What the heck is who's on first? <laughs> what was that clock for? It's my cabbage shop. The renovation of the soup kitchen. Yeah. Oh, the soup. I forgot that was the name of the soup kitchen. <laughs>